WVOW Local News, now. More developments following a shoving incident at the Tug Valley and Logan High boys basketball game back on January 7th. I'm Faith Bannister. According to 13 News, Taylor Michelle Knapper claimed she was acting in self-defense. A complaint filed in Mingo County Magistrate Court alleged the altercation occurred at the end of the game. Several individuals, including fans from the stands and coaches, entered the court in an aggressive manner, according to the complaint. Mingo County Sheriff Joe Smith was attending the game and left the stands to assist the lone officer with keeping control of the situation. According to the complaint, an adult Logan fan and a Tug Valley student began screaming and pointing at one another from across the court. Sheriff Smith, in plain clothes, directed the student to leave the gym and proceeded to walk across the court to the adult female, later identified as the sister-in-law of the defendant, Miss Napper. While Smith approached the female fan, the complaint alleges Napper advanced to Smith and pushed him multiple times in an insulting and provoking nature. Miss Napper turned herself in the following Monday to Logan County Chief Deputy LaFouch. Napper told 13 News she didn't know Smith was the sheriff of Mingo County since he wasn't in uniform. She says she thought he was an angry fan. Her attorney, Rob Kinzel, is requesting the case move to an out-of-county courtroom. Logan defeated Tug Valley that night 65-58. WVOW News is brought to you by Logan Regional Medical Center. The Women's Center at Logan Regional Medical Center. Close to home and caring for life. Our family-oriented facility provides a warm and welcoming environment for families as they welcome their new baby into the world. New babies can room with their mothers throughout their hospital stay. With over 200 years of combined labor and delivery experience, our staff is trained in breastfeeding techniques and skin-to-skin care. Experience our care at Logan Regional Medical Center's Women's Center. Delivering the best. Close to home. The Williamson High School Athletic Hall of Fame Board is asking for help from school alumni, supporters, and the public in helping to acquire and recover Wolfpack athletic memorabilia and historical items. The board is on the search for trophies, plaques, and other Williamson High School athletic items that they can preserve and display. Many of the school's athletic treasures disappeared after the school was closed in 2011. To date, only four of the school's 13 state championship trophies are accounted for. The location of most of the school's regional and sectional plaques are unknown. Other Williamson High School athletic treasures, such as the school's only two retired jerseys, are also unaccounted for. The Hall of Fame board is asking for anyone who may have information on the whereabouts of any of these trophies and items, or anyone who may have any of the items in their possession, to please contact one of the Hall of Fame board's memorabilia committee members, Jeff Reynolds, Kyle Lovern, Dr. Jerry Mounts, or Jared McCormick. Anyone who would have any information can call or text 606-625-1451 or privately message the committee members on Facebook Messenger. Three-month-old Angel Overstreet was first reported missing in May of 2021. The case started when West Virginia Child Protective Services said they were following up with Angel's father, Shannon Overstreet, on a custody issue from Kentucky. CPS workers confronted Overstreet on this, but he told them he had turned Angel over to CPS two weeks earlier. However, the agency said that they had no record of that happening. The Huntington Police Department then took over the case, and that's when they discovered the last date that anyone had contact with Angel was May 8th of 2021, or two weeks before she was reported missing. 
In June of 2021, Huntington Police, Kentucky State Police, the U.S. Marshal's Office, and the FBI executed warrants to drain a pond on Shannon Overstreet's property in Carter County, Kentucky. They found no evidence during the search. The latest update on the case came back from HPD back in December of 2021. At the time, officials stated the case will remain active until new information comes to light. Overstreet was sentenced to two to ten years in prison for malicious wounding last week. He entered the Kennedy plea for an incident in which he was accused of beating his mother. He also entered the Kennedy plea on a forgery charge and received one to ten years. The West Virginia State University campus and institute was under lockdown for several hours Monday night beginning just after 8.30 p.m. Dunbar Police and West Virginia State University Police were investigating after Kanawha County Metro 911 dispatchers said there was a report of a man making threats. West Virginia State University said the campus was placed on lockdown out of an abundance of caution. Police determined there was no threat and the lockdown was lifted around 10 o'clock last night. Authorities are investigating after seven inmates from the Southern Regional Jail were taken to the hospital for suspected drug overdoses. According to the West Virginia Department of Corrections and Rehabilitation, seven inmates gave the appearance of experiencing a drug overdose Sunday evening. Dispatchers say at least three calls were made from the jail between 7.45 p.m. and 10.30 p.m. Sunday night. The inmates were taken to the hospital for medical treatment and have since been taken back to the jail. The Department of Corrections Criminal Investigation Division and the West Virginia State Police are investigating the incident. There is no word yet on what type of drug or drugs were allegedly brought into the jail. A Cabell County man was killed in a head-on crash Monday morning on State Route 10 at Salt Rock. Authorities said Nathan Shepard of Salt Rock crashed his car into an oncoming vehicle at about 6 a.m. near Asbury Woods. Shepard was pronounced dead at the scene. The driver of the other car, a Salt Rock woman, is hospitalized. The woman who died in a Huntington house fire Sunday morning has been identified. According to the Huntington Police Department, 65-year-old Carolyn Hart was found dead inside the home on the 2600 block of Harvey Road. Cabell County dispatchers said the fire happened around 5.30 Sunday morning. Both Huntington Fire and Police Departments are investigating what caused the fire and led to Hart's death. One person is in custody after a barricade situation near the intersection of E Street and 9th Avenue in South Charleston. The South Charleston Police Department says the suspect refused to come out and they were possibly armed. They say they talked to them for about 45 minutes and the suspect was arrested. The Department of Health and Human Resources reported cases of COVID falling below 1,000 following the holiday weekend. The agency reported 860 active cases of coronavirus across the Mountain State in the agency's latest update since Friday. The state DHHR reported 885 new infections since Friday and seven additional deaths. The state's death toll now stands at 7,785 fatalities. There are still 282 patients hospitalized for the virus, and 44 of those hospitalized are in the ICU. Twelve patients are on ventilators. West Virginia Governor Jim Justice offered to cut income taxes for all by 50 percent phased in over the next three years. Through a small minority, House Democrats will offer an amendment today to eliminate all income taxes for those making 80000 a year or less. Those who make above 80000 would pay 6.5 percent. Many Republicans back the governor, but Democrats say their plan is more fair. 
Democrats hold just 12 of the 100 seats in the House of Delegates. And here's WVOW's Aaron Stone with an update on sports. Logan defeated Sissonville 45-30 in the girls' basketball action Monday night. Lady Wildcats have won two in a row to even its record at 7-7 on the year. Chapmanville remains number three in Class AA in the latest West Virginia Associated Press boys' basketball poll released Monday afternoon. Logan remains number six in Class AAA. On the girls' side, Chapmanville remains eighth in Class AA, while Logan falls three spots to number 10 in Class AAA. High school basketball tonight, Mann travels to Sherman on the boys' side for a 7.30 tip-off, while the Lady Tigers of Chapmanville travel to Class AA number 2, Mingo Central. Tip-off is set for 6 o'clock. For WVOW Sports, I'm Aaron Stone. Get local news on demand at WVOWradio.com or on your smart device. This is WVOW Logan. Here's the Coalfields forecast from the Storm Tracker 13 Weather Center. I'm Storm Tracker 13 meteorologist Chris Knoll, and we saw some rain showers to kick off our Tuesday high temperatures. Nice and warm for January. We're in the upper 50s for today. Looking at tonight, we'll be around the low 40s, so we won't have to worry about any ice tomorrow morning. Looking at Wednesday, another warm day in the upper 50s, around 59 degrees, and we'll see some chance for showers. Move in Wednesday night, moving into Thursday. Listen throughout the day. Or click on tristateupdate.com for more weather information from the Storm Tracker 13 Weather Center.